0: Hey friends, Devin Webb here. I'm the pastor here at Connect Church. Thank you so much for joining us today. We pray this encourages and inspires you, brings you hope, and builds your faith. Enjoy the message.
1: Well, hello, church family. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. It is so good to see <laughs> you guys online today. Yeah. I hope that you're enjoying time with your family and you're in your PJs with your hot chocolate and <laughs> experiencing church in a different way today.
0: Yeah, thanks so much for carving out time yeah. on this Christmas weekend to just spend... A few moments uh, with us—the beauty of technology that we can connect in this way. Yeah, who would have imagined? But uh, (laughs) Merry Christmas! We really are uh, honored that we get to spend this time with you today, and really are hoping that you've experienced the time with family that just brings refreshing to you, and hope you've been able to slow down a little bit and just enjoyed great food. And uh, oh yeah, I know we have (laughs) lots of good food. And uh, so thanks again for just taking time. We've been focusing on these themes of Advent. Uh, during Wednesday night prayer. And of course, talking about the hope and the peace, the joy and the love that only comes through the Christ of Christmas. And of course, as we light the Christ candle in just a little Mm -hmm. moment, it's just really the emphasis of what inviting the light of Christ into our lives. Advent, of course, is just the arriving, the the coming of Christ and what that means for us, the significance of that. And as you study light and darkness in scripture, It is a major theme, if not the major theme of the Bible from the very beginning. You know it, Genesis chapter one, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was formless and empty and darkness, it says, was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering. Now, don't, don't miss that because even in the midst of dark moments, it doesn't mean that the Spirit of God isn't present and isn't there. That's true. And God steps out into the middle of that and says, let there be light. And there was light. I love that, that God speaks and it immediately happens, that there's this immediate reaction and response to the word being spoken from, from God. Of course, God, when He speaks, He has so much power in those moments that the universe had to respond (laughs) in that. And then hundreds of years before the birth of Christ, Isaiah prophesies in Isaiah chapter nine, and he says, these people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness. A light has dawned. Which light is he talking about? Well, he goes on to clarify that in just a few verses where he says, for unto us, you guys know the verse, a child is Born." born. He defines... Who the light is, a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And all throughout scripture, this theme of light and darkness. In fact, when Jesus was on the earth, he would say about his own life in John chapter 12, that I have come as a light to shine in the dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer live and remain in darkness the dark. So let me put that in context for us here today. The reason there's even a Christmas is because God responded to the darkness and had to send the light of the world, His Son, Jesus, I have come as a light, Jesus would say, to shine in this dark world. The only reason we're celebrating the coming, the arriving at this Advent season, the existence, the presence of God through His Son, Jesus, is because God was motivated by the darkness that He saw on the earth. He didn't just come to be a baby in a manger he didn't just come to give us a holiday to celebrate it's true he came to bring us some light to address the darkness just a couple thoughts this morning on the significance of light what it represents what it can provide for us you know light is a reference point for us isn't it amazing what a little bit of light can do just a little bit of light. You know, we have four kids and uh, we've been do. married 25 years. And um,
1: sometimes it feels like eight. Yeah, a lot. They double sometimes. <laughs> they double. I swear they do. <laughs> if
0: you're a parent, you know, you know, the process of putting your kids to bed at night. And, <laughs> you know, they have the routine. It's a process. <laughs> and you sing the song and they're all tucked in. Okay, good night, buddy. And there's that horrifying moment right before you turn off all the lights and darkness comes into the room. And all you have to do is walk over to a a little low wattage.
1: Spider-Man light.
0: Cheap plastic (laughs) cover and flip a switch. And with the flick of a switch, just a little bit of light. Scares all the monsters away and everyone's safe now. Light, it serves as a reference point for us when we're disoriented by the darkness because darkness can be disorienting. Mm -hmm. We feel surrounded by darkness sometimes and it's hard to know which way to turn in those moments. Light serves as a, a point of direction, a reference point for us. Psalm 119 says your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. God's word, it serves as a reference point for me. In the middle of dark moments, so let me, let me say it a different way. Without God's Word, the path doesn't get lit. Mm. It's a reference point for me. It's an encouragement for me. It's a source of light and life. When everything else is in disarray, when everything else is disoriented and unsettled, it steadies me in those moments. It provides a reference point for me. And then just secondly, not only yeah. is it a reference point for me, but it facilitates relationship, mm. not only with one another, That's but... Good with God. First John chapter 1. Now church family, you're going to soak through this on Thursday. You're going to read some scripture, observe, you're going to apply it to your life and pray it over your life. First John chapter 1 says, "But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another." So, unless I'm willing to walk into the light, I'm not able to have fellowship with one another. And unfortunately, for some of us, that's the way that our relationships look. They they don't look like they're transparent and accountable and deep because we're unwilling to walk into the light, into the uncomfortable moments so that we can have true fellowship with one another. Instead, we want to hide and kind of live in secrecy, maybe live in the shadows because of the blemishes, the flaws, the shortcomings, the habits of our lives. So, when people meet us, now they don't really meet the the true self, they meet a projected right. one right. rather than the real one and the person that they end up meeting is a mm. fraction of the person that really exists and we wonder why some of our relationships right. never reach a place of depth and meaning and they just stay in that surface kind of place. The relationships that thrive, my relationship with Ashley, really. it only thrives to the degree that I'm willing to walk into the light and live yes, accountable and That's it. to take off the mask and Light facilitates that. It's my willingness to walk into that. It's what allows real relationship to exist. Darkness prohibits it, Mm -hmm. but light facilitates it. And darkness is exactly why he sent his son. He wanted to address the darkness, which is why it goes on to say in that verse, not only do we have fellowship with one another, but now the blood of Jesus can cleanse us and purify us. Listen, Jesus didn't come to just establish a religion. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> that may surprise you. That's it. He came to establish relationship, yes. fellowship with you, with you and with me. He didn't come for a one off, one time experience each week so that you could check the box. No, he didn't come so that you could just have light one day a week and then go live in <laughs> darkness the rest of the week. That's religion. That's having no impact on your daily life. But he came so that you could walk with him in fellowship, which, by the way, is why the enemy hates the light, that's because it. he knows if we walk towards the light, we're now walking towards a relationship with God, right. and he knows that if I walk in the light, I'm walking in truth, because what stays in darkness, it grows in its power over you, but as soon as you bring it into yeah. the light, it loses its power over you. That's good. Satan lives in darkness, in deception, yep. in secrecy, yep. that's where he lives. And when you remove that's the it. darkness, now I've removed mm-hmm. his power in my life. That's it. The devil, Watchman Nee would say, abhors light and truth because it removes the ground of his working. Mm. And again, that's what the lighting of these candles represents. It's yeah. not just, you know, a, a rote routine thing. It represents, it signifies, I'm inviting okay. this light into my life, the light of the world coming into my darkness. Adam and Eve, when they fell from grace, ran away and hid in the darkness. They kind of went off to the shadows to cover up, to conceal. And John actually describes this dilemma that all of us face in John chapter 3. He says, they stayed away from that light for the fear that their sins would be exposed and that they would be punished. And God comes looking for Adam and Eve, calling out for them, Adam, where are you? And they were hiding, ashamed, concealing which is what a lot of us end up That's doing. It. Yeah. And we're trying to hide and conceal and hoping that no one really sees the real us, the cracks, the blemishes of our lives. David would write in Psalm 32, until I finally admitted and I stopped trying to hide. I said to myself, I'm mm-hmm. going to confess. And it's that process that all of us, and forgiveness is waiting for us on the other side of that. It's not condemnation. Yeah. Forgiveness And freedom is waiting on the willingness to walk in the light, light. It's a reference point for us. It facilitates not only relationship with one another, but our relationship with God. And that's what I want us to see this Christmas. That's what it's all about. God seeing the darkness addresses it. And in response to it, he sends his son, Jesus, the light of the world coming into our darkness. John's version of the Christmas story. Matthew and Luke, of course, give the details. John, I believe, gives, gives the significance of the birth of Christ. You're going to soak through this tomorrow. In John chapter 1, it says this, In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He comes into our world and invites us to walk into the light so that he can relate to us, so that he can cleanse us so that he can purify us. John chapter eight, you'll soak through this on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Jesus spoke to the people once morning, he said, listen how he describes his ministry now. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness, he said, because you will have the light that leads to life. There's nothing darker in my opinion than having to carry mm-hmm. the weight of your own life.
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: The shame, the guilt the disappointment, the the darkness, the the hopelessness. There's nothing darker than feeling the weight of having to carry that on your own. Christmas 2021, as in just a few moments, we light the Christ Mm -hmm. candle. Jesus says to you today, listen, I have light for your darkness. I have light for your emotions, light for your marriage, light for your future, light for your kids light for your job, light for your health. Christmas, hear me, God has light for whatever area of your life that you feel is dark. It's the Christ of Christmas. That is the light for our darkness. And if you do, here's the testimony that you get to live, Ephesians chapter 5. You'll soak through it on Wednesday. For once you were full of darkness, But now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light, not as people of darkness for this light within you produces what is good and right and pure. I love that. Mm. Not as perfect people. Good. But as people willing to walk in the light, flawed people, cracked people, blemished people, imperfect people, that it's his light in me that produces what is good and right and true. So I'm going to invite you if you want to light the Christ candle. You get to do honors. the You get to do the, the Christ candle. Okay. And it may not just be a, yeah. a routine kind of thing, but as you even symbolically light the Christ candle in mm-hmm. your own life. Yeah. Listen, don't just, don't just celebrate Christmas. Experience it. Yeah. Experience the dark places of your life inviting the light of Christ into it. Jesus, the light of the world, He comes to the earth. The Word becomes flesh and dwells among us. In Him is life. And that life is the light of all mankind. And that light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. Ashley and I, on this Christmas, (laughs) we want to encourage you. We don't know what darkness you're facing. This may be a dark season for you. It's true. In your family, in your finances, in your health. Uh, But you can do more than just celebrate Christmas. You can experience it by inviting the light, Jesus, into your situation. Be encouraged. The child that God sent then is the Savior that you need now. That's it. (laughs) So I'm going to invite Ashley to pray, and I'll I'll pray after you're done. But our hope is that the dark places of your life will be illuminated this year on Christmas.
1: Yes, bow your heads. Lord, we just thank you. God, we thank you for your son. We thank you, God, for the light that he brings in us, Lord God, that he can illuminate those dark places in our lives and he can shine his light of truth in our lives, Lord, in a way that we can receive and we can confess and we can strive to do better and Mm -hmm. be better, Lord, to reflect who you really are. God, let your light shine through us, not just in us, but through us to everyone around us that we meet. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God, for your son. Thank you for dying on the cross, Jesus, for us. Mm -hmm. That we are loved enough that you would do that for us Mm -hmm. this season. Let us never forget that sacrifice, Lord, that you made for us. We love you, Lord. Mm
0: -hmm. Maybe you have a sense of darkness in your life. Maybe there's an area of your life that you've been concealing, hiding, trying to keep in secret. Maybe you've been ashamed by it. And I would just invite you to allow, let the light of Christ illuminate something in you. Maybe you need wisdom. Maybe you need clarity. Maybe you've been praying for something and you need some peace. You need some strength in your life. Can I tell you, all of that is available. Some of you need to invite the light of Christ in a new way this Christmas. And it's just so simple. Jesus, I need you. My life at times seems dark. There are areas of my life that I've been trying to hide and conceal. And I haven't been in real fellowship with you. So I walk into the light so that I can fellowship with one another and so that you can cleanse me. Lord, may I celebrate Christmas that way. Realizing and recognizing that it's only then that we have true relationship. Thank you for your word. That's a reference point for me. It lights my path. Jesus name in Jesus yes. name let me just give you one more thought Amen. now because I think this is the really cool <laughs> part about how light works and the final thought on that is that God wants to shine his light through you now that's it so there's a purpose and a meaning right. to it not only as a reference point not only does it allow for fellowship to happen with one another sure. and with him but now he wants to do something through me that's it John chapter 3 mm-hmm. just a couple more verses but those Who love the truth will come out into the light and welcome is its exposure for the light will reveal Mm. that their fruitful works were produced by god the light of the world that's in them in other words now my life becomes a testimony that's it my willingness to allow that light to shine through my life because now i can say i embraced the truth i walked into the light and it wasn't anything that i did but it was god producing something in me. Second Corinthians chapter 4, last verse of the <laughs> day, and everyone said,
1: Merry Amen. Christmas,
0: right? <laughs> uh, for God said, I love this, let light shine out of darkness. He made light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile Boy, clay jars. So true. <laughs> containing, though, a great treasure. Yeah. That makes it clear that our great power is from Him.
1: That's it. Not us.
0: Not from ourselves. And I think we would all say um, <laughs> that we're all fragile containers. Oh, yes. You know? uh, it's not in our natural inclination, but um, it is the reality. It's not in our nature to lead with. I'm weak. You know? right. <laughs> I'm fragile. Yeah. Hear me roar, you know, kind of idea <laughs> <laughs> without the light of Christ, though. It's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. But here's the good news. It's good. We contain a great treasure, everybody. With the light of Christ shining in our hearts, we have the power not from ourselves, but this incredible treasure, Christ's light inside of me that now says to the world, I'm an overcomer. That's right. I'm a victor.
1: That's right. I'm not (laughs)
0: defeated. I'm victorious. I'm not who I used to be. I have a glorious future because his power resides inside of me. And that's what we mean by experiencing Christmas, not just celebrating. It's our prayer for you. We love you.
1: Yes. We'll look forward to seeing you all. (laughs) We miss you. (laughs) Next
0: week. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Thanks again for tuning in to the Connect Church Podcast. Just wanted to say a special thanks to those of you that give so generously. Make this ministry possible. If you enjoyed the message, you can hit subscribe, share it with your friends, or even on your social stories. Thanks again for listening, and we pray God's direction and favor over your life today.